Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I mean, do you have a goal in mind? Or are you just like, ah, you know, see what happens. Where is the wife at on the, uh, she care at all? Or is she kind of like, I'd really appreciate if you. It really gets her goat. Day. Fat, honestly, how do we sound today? Are we are we equal? Do you feel do you feel like I feel, Peter Frampton? You sound like you're up by the mic today. Okay. Which I'm going to continue to do through the entire broadcast. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give yourself some slack. That maybe that maybe that's yeah. sibilous. The human torch is a personal friend. Yeah? All right, Chuckles, you good to go? Have at it. Let's do this. In five, four, three. The Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that. And stuff and other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. Well, howdy, and welcome to another edition of Sports Yak. I believe this is episode five. Episode five. Hi, my name is Corey, and with me as always, sports director, confidant, friend of the family, Chuck Freebie. And for our Spanish-speaking listeners, this is episode cinco. Cinco. I like that. I like where your head's at. So let's start off with Tuesdays, you go to Brian Kelly's press conference. What did you hear, Chuck Freebie? There were a couple things that stood out to me. Uh, It seems like the local media got focused on the fact that Wake Forest runs a bunch of plays, and by a bunch, we mean over 100 in their game against Boston College. Now, the average number of plays for a college football team to run in a game right now is 71 and a half, somewhere in there. Wow. So that's how many a typical team runs in a game on offense. Okay. Wake Forest ran over 100 against Boston College. So the question is for Brian Kelly, given the lack of depth this team has shown at linebacker, given the lack of rotation that they've shown in the defensive backfield, do you worry about your guys wearing down? And, you know, one thing he said kind of off the cuff, a, a little smarmy, but you got the point was, you know, if you don't want them to run so many plays, stop them. Don't let them just go down the field, have three and outs, and they're not going to be running a bunch of plays. So, yeah. first of all, get the job done defensively. Second, third down defense is mandatory. But third, he has a lot of faith in their conditioning. He said these guys are young. They can run around on a field just fine, and 100 plays, if it's 100 plays, it's not going to kill them. You had brought up the word killer instinct the other day. Did anyone else address that? Did anyone else bring that up? Well, actually, Brian Kelly brought that up in talking about his offense. He says there are three things he's looking for from his offense. He wants them to stay balanced. He wants them to be in attack mode all the time, and he wants them to get touchdowns. He feels they've stayed balanced, and I would agree with him on that. I think there's been a pretty good mix between the pass game and the run game. He doesn't feel like they've been attack mode all the time. And because of that, they haven't 
scored enough touchdowns and they've had to settle for field goals lots of times. So he wants to see more of an attack mentality on offense. Now, he wasn't going to get into what that means per se in terms of play calling, but we talked about this in Monday's episode. Their penchant for on third and three, throwing the ball five yards back to the receivers so that now he's got to run eight yards to get to the first down marker. That's not really an attacking style of play. No. So he's looking to have a little less chicanery and a little more just power football, I think. And then the third thing that stood out, and this came at the very end of the press conference, he was asked a question about Notre Dame tight end Alizé Mack and to evaluate his performance against Vanderbilt. He said it was the best game that he thought Alizé Mack has played at Notre Dame. And one of the reasons for that was he was constantly during the game, and I would have to go back and look at the tape of this, but he was constantly fighting off. On offense, it's called a cut block when uh, an offensive lineman comes at a defender's knees. Well, the defensive player from Vanderbilt was coming at Alizé's Mac, Alizé Mack's knees all the time. <laughs> it's legal, but Brian Kelly said it's legal, but it's bad football. I think he felt it was somewhat unethical as well. It's a legal move. It's a legal move. You can go at the player's knees, but really, is that what you're supposed to be doing on a football field? Uh, Notre Dame is at Wake Forest this weekend. What time is that game? That's a noon start on Saturday. And where is Wake Forest? It's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's about an hour east of Raleigh. So are they dealing with any kind of weather issues They're not at all? dealing with any kind of weather issues whatsoever. They, they've been spared the brunt of hurricane, now tropical storm, Florence. I'm a fan of hearing about former players that are making headway in the NFL. You touched on it this morning on our morning show. I'd love for you to uh, drill down on that a little bit. Michael Floyd, former Irish player who has had a troubled past and, and really has had an inconsistent NFL career. He had a couple of good years with the Arizona Cardinals, but hasn't done much lately. He has caught on with the Washington Redskins as a wide receiver. We'll see how long he's able to stay there, how much they're able to use him. And then the other story, more of the feel-good story here, is Josh Adams was on the practice squad for the Philadelphia Eagles, has now been promoted to the 53-man rosters, so he will dress on Sunday to play against the Indianapolis Colts. And, of course, Irish fans have fond memories of Adams. Last year, he had that great start to the season. It kind of fizzled somewhat in November, but with Notre Dame playing Wake Forest, Everybody goes back to his 98-yard run that he had against the Demon Deacons last year, including a great stiff arm that helped break him open on the run. I'll put you on the spot. Best former Irish player in the NFL right now. I'm going to go to Harrison Smith, the safety for the Minnesota Vikings, who was an all-pro last year. Okay. Number two? Uh, Kyle Rudolph, his teammate, is a tight end on the Minnesota Vikings, and and he would be a pretty good get for anybody who plays the fantasy football. Do you play the fantasy football? I played one year with our mutual friend Sean Styers back okay. in the super late 90s. I, I didn't understand it. I, I didn't get it. He was the commissioner. He was very tough on me. Was he? Yes. Why do you say that? He just was. There were, there, there were late night calls. And I'm like, really? Are we just playing a, a fun game? 
correct me if I'm wrong, it's more players than it is the whole team. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's I, what I loathe about it. Yeah, I thought it was like you, you get a whole team and you stick with them. I've enjoyed uh, what I've been hearing about this elimination type deal where you pick a team each weekend and you're not allowed to pick them once you've chosen them. Right. And you continue on. It's like $100 to get in or whatever. And then so you have like to pick I, a winner every week, you but, pick it winner every week but it has to be the different one time too. So right. like if I would have picked the Bears uh, for Monday Night Football, I would have stayed in. But I don't get to pick them the rest of the season. Correct. That's kind of a fun one. Yeah. Do you play fantasy football? No. No. No, not at all. Here's what the critics are saying about the Sports Yak podcast. Wait, like you can never see what 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 happiness I have in me. Find your happiness with the Sports Yak Podcast, wherever you listen or download podcasts. Cat Westbelt is out on top. She slaps the basketball. Look at the inbound. Got it to Arike. She goes down the lane. Put up the shot. It's on. Oh! Notre Dame is national champions. Let's make a move to Notre Dame women's basketball. This made the news. Their schedule has been released. They got a target on their back. National champions defending the title. The first date I think of, if you're a fan, even if you're a casual fan, is get a hold of those December 2nd tickets for UConn. That's always a big game. Well, it is, and obviously the rivalry between UConn and Notre Dame in women's basketball is as good as any in the game. Arike Agumbawale driving a dagger through the hearts of the UConn faithful last year with that game-winning shot in the national semifinal, only to top it with her shot uh, to win the national championship. But, yeah, the Irish have a, uh incredible schedule this year. I believe there are 14 NCAA women's basketball tournament teams on the schedule. There's also some nice local flavor, and I know we have a lot of local listeners to the show in the South Bend area. For instance, they open up with Harvard on November 9th, while Harvard has a player from South Bend St. Joe High School, Madeline Raster, who is one of their captains, so it'll be nice for her to be able to make a homecoming, and I'm sure there's going to be a – well, the Rasters are a big family anyway, so I'm sure there's going to be a, a large contingent of Harvard folks in the stands that day. And then December 30th, uh, Lehigh comes in, and they have a young girl from Penn High School by the name of Cameron Burr, who is one of their leading players. So okay. a couple of local kids getting to make homecomings there. Some of the bigger non-conference games on the schedule, Iowa comes in Thursday, November 29th. Two days later, it's UConn, as we mentioned. That'll be a nationally televised game. And then Tennessee makes the trek into South Bend for a Thursday night game on January 24th. And, of course, the Atlantic Coast Conference will be a challenge again for the Irish. Uh, the big rival for them is Louisville, and they play the Cardinals January 10th. That's a Thursday night at Purcell Pavilion as well. Uh, from the 30,000-foot view, watching the fan base grow for that program since you know, 17, 18 years ago, what is it that's so attractive about that game and the crowd that comes to see them? Well, I think there's, there's a number of factors that play into it. Number one, the team has been successful. Everybody likes a winner. Number two, women's basketball tends to be what a lot of people feel is a purer form of basketball. There's more emphasis on team play, moving the ball around, 
There isn't the showmanship that you get with the men's game where sometimes individuals kind of take the role over team. Okay. Number three, Muffet has been very good about being able to get local star players. It started with Letitia Bowen from Buchanan High School. Uh, then she got Jackie Batiste from Washington High School. And then she got Skylar Diggins from Washington High School. So there's many, many times, I won't say always, but many, many times been a local flavor to the team. Somebody that you could watch in the high school ranks come up and and shine for Notre Dame, not just be on the team, but shine. Number three, they've been able to keep their ticket prices down. They know their fan base, and their fan base are kids basically, I'd say 15 and under, and then older adults, neither of whom have a lot of expendable income. Right. So they've been able to keep the average ticket price for a women's basketball game down to maybe five bucks a ticket or six bucks a ticket. Well, that's very appealing for that fan base. And then those people feel connected and have renewed those season tickets year after year after year. And to be honest, I think that's one reason. Now, the men will jostle with their attendance figures. They'll say that they have sold X amount of tickets, and maybe they have with season tickets and things like that. But if you're counting fannies in the seats, the women, I think, often equal, if not exceed, the men at Notre Dame. Sports Let's talk high school football a little bit. Northwood, Northridge, number two in 4A. You were in Middlebury yesterday. Yeah, Northridge is a banged-up group. Their quarterback, Julius Graber, went down with an injury on last Friday night against Warsaw. So his status is up in the air for this week's game against Northwood. And they have a few other banged-up people, um, a running back, a linebacker, defensive end. I mean... There's a whole slew of walking wounded walking around Middlebury yesterday. So Tom Wagaman's got to try to find a way to fire up the troops and get them ready to go down to Napanee and take on a, a very good Northwood team. There's no question about it that there are some guys that we wish we had in there that aren't in there. Uh, that's what football's all about. And the one thing is that we got to understand, number one, we're playing a tough conference. And uh, there's going to be nobody's going to feel sorry for us. Uh, and so we got to first take care of that. But it really, as I was just talking to our team, it is about now opportunities. It's opportunities for some sophomores to come in and play. Uh, we've we've got to, our senior class has got to now pull the team up even more. Uh, the captains uh, have to make sure that we are ready to go. I'm going to tell you what, Brody Burkholder, our center and our captain, and the leader of our line, along with Ricky Howie, those two guys have a, have to have a tremendous game on Friday uh, and, and make sure that we are in that right place of mind. Northwood has a player, Corey, by the name of Bronson Yoder. He's headed to William & Mary University next year, which is a 1AA, an F, what they call an FCS school now. Okay. Kind of along the lines of, uh, if you're thinking locally, kind of along the lines of an Indiana State, Illinois State, that level of football. Okay. Okay. So here's a stat on Bronson Yoder that in all the years I've covered high school football, I've never seen this before. He leads the team in pass completions in terms of throwing the football, and he leads the team in pass receptions in terms of catching the football. What's happening there? Well, 
he throws some passes, but they move him around on the field. And so there's another young man that comes in and plays quarterback sometimes. But Bronson Yoder is still on the field, and they throw the ball to Bronson Yoder. (laughs) They want to get the ball in his hands as many ways and as many times as possible. How many games are we into high school? We are now week six of a nine-game regular season in Indiana, so this is the two-thirds point. This is a big game in the Northern Lakes Conference. Northwood not only undefeated in the year, but obviously undefeated in the conference, and they are the only team undefeated in the conference. Last week, Northridge had a 10-game conference winning streak snap, so there are a number of teams with just one loss in that league. Northridge is one of them, and they could throw things into chaos if they can come up with a win on the road on Friday night. Top three local high schools who are super serious about their football program. Well, number one is Penn. I mean, the Kingsmen have been the kings of football around here for pretty much the last 35 years or so. Chris Giesman built that program. He came into Penn after a winless season at Penn, believe it or not. I think it was maybe 1974, and Giesman was hired out of Ohio and built them into a perennial power that went on to win five or six state championships. So I would say you'd have to put the Kingsman at the top of that group. I would put Edwardsburg right up there with it. Kevin Bartz has had tremendous success. We talked about them on Monday's program, a a team right now that's a juggernaut in Michigan. In fact, uh, when the Michigan polls came out after we taped on Monday, they're number one in Division Four in the state of Michigan. So I would put the Eddies right up there. And then number three, I, I think you could put Northwood up there. Uh, they've been a team that uh, has been a terrific power, uh, a great story. There was a time back in 2005 when a fellow by the name of Rich Dodson was coaching the team. And he had a quarterback come out by the name of Kaiser Chamberlain. And Chamberlain had a haircut where the hair was coming down out the back of the helmet. And they've got a team rule where that couldn't happen at the time. And so Rich called Kaiser on it and said Kaiser decided he liked his hair more than he liked playing football and quit the team. So they started a freshman by the name of Skylar Titus. Skylar Titus went 3-6 and six during the regular season. And then Northwood went on to win the Indiana High School Football State Championship that year. They went from 3-6 and six all the way to Lucas Oil Field and won the championship. That sounds like a movie. Could be. Uh, and I know Bob has recommended it. The problem is there have been so many Indiana football or basketball stories made into movies with Rudy and Hoosiers. I don't think those folks are looking for another one. Here's what the critics are saying about the Sports Yak Podcast. It's like I'm eating ice cream, watching a movie, and my family. And it's like all together watching a movie, eating popcorn and ice cream with everybody, even my friends. That's what I feel right now. Find your happiness with the Sports Yak Podcast wherever you listen or download podcasts. Let's talk Cubs. Last night, great start for the Cubs. Anthony Rizzo had a 17-pitch at-bat in the first inning. Wound up lining out, but he may have worn out the pitcher, Matt Andreas, because the (laughs) next batter up, Javi Baez, took Andreas deep for a two-run homer to right center. And hey, hey, holy mackerel, the Cubs were on their way 
as Daniel Murphy would homer later in the game with a two-run shot. Cubs go on to beat Arizona 9-1. They now have a three-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central. And the magic number, the magic number is eight, eight to clinch the division. And the magic number is the number of Cub wins and second-place team, in this case Milwaukee, losses that it would take for the Cubs to clinch the division. Okay. You're heading there next week. Do you have any, as a lifelong fan, like you're going to go to the Cubs game. You're mm-hmm. taking your lovely wife. There's some things we love to do as fans when we go to the Cubs game that's part of our routine. Do you like to eat somewhere special? Do you like to have something special at the park? Do you like to park somewhere special? Like what's, what's a freebie experience? Like? Well, I like to park at the Waveland Park tennis courts because it allows me easy access to Lakeshore Drive when I walk back to my car after the game. Okay. That's about a mile away from Wrigley Field, and, and you hoof it to Wrigley. Um, I'm not a big fan of necessarily eating at, you know, it's not like I have to eat at the Cubby Bear or Murphy's Bleachers or all those fine establishments around the ballpark. I like to get into the ballpark. Uh, if I get in in time to watch a little batting practice, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But then uh, usually it would be to grab a, a, a hot dog and a uh, an adult beverage from the uh, concession stand. Are you a peanut guy? Uh, I'll eat peanuts. Yeah. But it's not like I have to have them. Where are you sitting on uh, Monday night? I believe we're out in the bleachers on Monday night. All right. So when you sit in the bleachers, you just show up, right? Yeah. It's not reserved seating. You can sit anywhere in the bleachers. Okay. Where do you like to sit when you go to Wrigley? Where are your seats on? You're going Friday, September 28th. Where are I'm you told to uh, by the person who had gotten me these tickets at an auction, these will be the best seats I've ever had. Um, I am just southwest of home plate. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Remember, the crowd's not booing. They're saying Corey. Find your happiness with the Sports Yak Podcast, wherever you listen or download podcasts. Urban Meyer, get your thoughts on that. Is he back coaching this weekend? Is it? He does return to coaching this weekend. Uh, Ohio State suspending Meyer for his role in, they say, uh, covering up or, or perhaps not fully uh, realizing the gravity of the situation. Ohio State had a a wide receivers coach by the name of Zach Smith, who had a history of domestic abuse. Urban Meyer went ahead and hired him anyway. He had him at Florida, uh, brought him from Florida to Ohio State. Uh, Apparently there were issues when Zach Smith was down at Florida. Courtney Smith, his wife, uh, filed charges and, and allegations against Zach Smith that he had domestically abused her. And a lot of people feel like Urban Meyer didn't react quickly enough or strongly enough to the situation. And he's taken a lot of heat for it. And he even did an interview with Tom Rinaldi this week on ESPN. And I don't think this was Urban's best moment either. He, his answers didn't fully really explain why he maintained Zach Smith on his staff. Now, in the past, he has talked about 
Well, Zach Smith is the grandson of Earl Bruce, who was a longtime Ohio State coach and was a mentor to Urban Meyer, so he's feeling allegiance to that family and wants to help them out. Uh, The fact of the matter is, here in 2018, Urban Meyer turned somewhat a blind eye to a a problem that seems to permeate our society. Uh, Let's see here. One more thing. Michael Jordan in the news today. I was excited to hear his name. Yeah, Michael Jordan is donating $2 million to the flood relief problem down in the Carolinas. And and that's the thing. We talked briefly about Hurricane Florence with regards to the Notre Dame-Wake Forest game. But while that storm has passed by, uh, the residue from it won't. That water all drains into the rivers, and the rivers continue to rise in the Carolinas and down in Georgia and there are some flooding problems down there. So Michael Jordan doing what he can, as that is his birthplace, of trying to help out and donating a couple of million to the flood relief efforts down there. It's not quite the uh, it's not quite what J.J. Watt did in terms of hurricane relief in the Houston area, but it's it's a start. It's a start. The game is over. You've finished countdown to kickoff post show. It's time for late dinner, and you've got an appetite. Pizza night at the Freebie House. What needs to be on that pizza and where from to satisfy you? Um, if it's my ideal pizza, it would have pepperoni and green olives, and it would be from Rocco's. Okay, Rocco's would be my my go to place. Now the problem is to get to Rocco's, you have to go through the nerding traffic and everything like that. So it's probably not going to be that. It might be a pickup of Bruno's on State Road 933 North as I'm as I'm leaving, or it might just it might be the Red Baron <laughs> frozen pizza. Icon status, you can't call Linda over there and go, "Hey, CF on the horn." It's been a long day. Yeah, it's a long day for the people at Rocco's too. What about you? Well, I was reading about a pizza that's getting some Twitter um, pickles attention: chili tater tots. And melted cheese whiz. No, thanks. And Tums. Yeah, that just doesn't sound good at all. Now, we had the debate on the Pulse FM Jumpstart, which you are the co-host of right. earlier this week with our uh, friend Melissa Fredrickson. Oh, wait, uh, Melanie Bizza. That's NPR. Uh, NPR is mm-hmm. Melissa Fredrickson. Uh, and she is uh, vehemently against pineapple on pizza. And then she kind of changed her tune and said she would accept grilled pineapple. Did we ever get a solid pizza. that she's ever actually had it? Not necessarily, no. Hang on one second. Hey, Melanie? Corey is going to try to retrieve our friend Melanie and find out whether she actually wanted or has had grilled pineapple on a pizza. She has talked about it, but we're not sure... Oh, she says she has eaten it, okay. and she didn't. Uh, she never really said on the show, right? Okay. Yeah, no, you don't put pineapple on a pizza. It's just your opinion. Your opinion. That's your that's your opinion. Thanks for playing our game, Steve, lovely parting gifts. No. Okay. You know what Steve told me in the hallway? Are you ready for this? No. I'd make a great Colonel Sanders. You would. Yes. Interesting. You know how they rotate to yeah. comedians? Who's the current Colonel Sanders, by the way? Oh, uh, great question. I know they've had Norm MacDonald. They've had Jim Gaffigan. I thought had, uh, 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 George Costanza was perfect. Um, Jason Alexander? Yeah, they could have gone with him for a while. Okay. 
Big controversy in Granger is the KFC has closed down. The building's been painted. Something new is on the horizon. Really? Can't figure out what it is, though. Cannot figure it out. No more KFC in Granger. No. Over there by the Goodwill. Just east of the Goodwill. I I had a problem with KFC, and and this will probably cost us a huge sponsorship, but I had a problem with KFC years ago when I went there on a Super Bowl Sunday, and they were out of chicken. And I said, then you can't be KFC. At this point, you're just KF. <laughs> how, did, how did that go over? <laughs> um, would I'm sorry. You, want, would, would you, still want, you still want some mashed potatoes or coleslaw? Shout out to the guy who came up with all of the menu items in a bowl at KFC. Just a giant mound, a hillock, if you will. Of the if you have leftovers at home, do you make combos? Do you throw together combinations to kind of do a fridge clean out? Uh, no, no. Your food has to be kept separate. Yes, there will be no mingling of the food. No, stay stay in your place. You're the George Wallace of food segregation. It did get a little nutty there, but you and I do agree. Pineapple on pizza is good. Absolutely. Okay, I would. Uh, I would be with you wholeheartedly. I, sh- I sure would like to delve into a Rocco's. Man, do I love eating there. I love the atmosphere. Yeah. Love the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I'd go the same thing. Not a green olive fan. No? Pepperoni and mushroom. Eh. I'm sorry? Yeah. Okay, that's a direct quote. All right, I've covered all my notes, Chuck Freebie. Anything left in the tank? I think that we have pretty much made the listeners suffer as much as they should this week. Well... They didn't have to pay for it. All they do is hit the subscribe button so they don't miss an episode or leave us a review. You can always say hi to Chuckles at 46sports on Twitter, on the Facebook machine as well. You can say hi to me in person, too, if you can find me. If you can find him. He's like Bigfoot in the broadcast area here. Uh, My name is Corey at Twitter. Thanks for listening. Until next time, have a great day. This has been Sports Yet. You've been listening to Sports Yak, proving anybody can have a podcast. Sports Yak on the Studio DNA Network. This is Jimmy Schultz. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.